All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist Maury White. What is up, Maury? Not much, not much. How are you? I'm good. I'm really glad we got a nice, clean audio uh, connection. I always make these interview, interviews better. Um, sometimes I fight cell phones and the calls drop and it's just messy, but your sound is really good. Oh, that's great. I'm happy to hear that. All right, so let's get into this. You got a lot of things going on with your music career. Uh, and I read through some of your bio and, and I listened to your music. Um, and f- first and foremost, very pretty voice. Uh, I really enjoyed your, your, uh, the song that I heard. Um, Lover's Climax, I believe that was called. Um, so I guess where I want to start off, uh, I read I read your bio and you talk about about putting music out that has inspirational inspires others. Um, so talk a little bit more about inspiration and the importance of providing that for your listeners. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like it's easy to uh, put out a song where the beat is is really good and, and it makes people want to dance and 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 bob their head and, and, and just feel like they can take a step away from whatever is happening at the moment and just feel like that song or that beat just makes them feel good. But it's a different story to hear a record and and be inspired by the beat. That could be called a beat and, and what's said and, and being and to having a song that touches someone's life in a way that it inspires them to, to go and, and push harder to be whatever they want to be in life. So that's just my main goal. I want to use my music and my platform as a way to inspire the next person so that they can can strive to be whatever they want to be, whether it's an artist in music or, or, or painting or they want to be a teacher or whatever it is they want to do. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to be able to be that that driving factor that, that inspires him to go after it and get it. Yeah, that's good, man. It's really good stuff, especially the way the world is today. People need positive positivity. and um, You know, when I scroll through my social sites, social media, it's like, man, it's like a deluge of just, you know, politics and, like, hatred and racism. And, and uh-huh. people just go at each other's throats these days. It's like, God, people, calm down. Exactly. Right? And music offers... For me, you know, for my, you know, speaking for myself, music offers me an out, and it offers me therapy. <laughs> that, should be the, that should be the title of your next record, Therapy. Therapy. Um, you know, it's just, music is, you know, it's universal. I don't think there's any humans that don't like music, whatever the genre is. So it's, it's, really, it's really good that you're doing that. All right, so what about, uh, you mentioned that, um, you want to provide that ins- that inspiration to people. Do you want to do it? Or um, I guess the question is, what's more challenging? What's more challenging to you to get that message across lyrically or or musically? Mm, I feel like lyrically, it's more challenging to get that message across because not everyone not everyone listens to. Like, listen to a song for mm-hmm. the words, per se, but, like, you can listen to a record, and your subconscious can, can pick up the words, and if the song has, like, no meaning, and whatever I'm saying lyrically, if it just has no meaning, or if it's very basic, and, 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 and surface level, subconsciously you'll register that, and, and it won't click for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so lyrically it's harder to get that message across because you're going to pick it up regardless 
whether you consciously think about it or not, you're going to pick up what I'm saying with my words. So I feel like lyrically it's harder. Musically, it's just easier. You know, it's easier musically to, to get that message across. But, um, I don't know, I always love a good challenge, and uh, I, I take pride, and, and when I'm sitting down writing a song and putting it together, I take it very serious, and that's honestly my favorite part about the craft. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so, and again, re- reading through some of your bio, I really learned a lot of cool things about you. Um, one of the things you say is, is if you ever become famous doing this, you would love to have success to where you can create charities for like inner city youth kids um so touch on that a little bit more talk about some of the things you'd, you'd like to do yeah definitely i mean i grew up in inner city um and it's it's honestly like not enough resources going around and yeah there's people who who don't have programs for for kids in inner city but it's just not enough like mm-hmm. You'll never have that same opportunity or same amount of resources as, like, you know, the kid. There's not in inner city the kid that has those resources. So, I just my goal because I know how it feels not to have it. Um, I can't wait to 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 blow up and make it and, and provide those resources for all the inner city kids so they can have a chance. Cause it's easy when you're from the inner city and east and you're looking at you know your situation and you're looking at everything else, especially with social media, just everything being out there. Mm-hmm. It's easy to feel like you just have no chance. Yeah. Like there's no chance for you to make anything out of yourself due to your current situation and circumstance. And I just want to try and change that change that you know that that status quo per se of how the inner city goes for kids i want to provide resources for them so they have an equal and fair chance um it's not equal as close to equal as it can get as mm-hmm. a kid that is not from the inner city you know one of the things a friend of mine's doing in houston texas and houston's like any other city it's got you know it's got its crime areas and um mm-hmm. and challenges for for younger kids um he's he has a he has a boxing gym and he's got a program that he started in that boxing gym for kids that um if they if they get a's on their report cards he he actually there's a well let me back up i saw this long list of names on on this poll there one day in the gym so i asked the coach i said what are these names what is this big list of names he said that's all the kids that pulled the grades from d's and c's to a's that are now competing um for the junior olympics really so this guy started a program I, I can't remember how it was funded maybe through a grant where he he had a um a ged program for kids that either dropped out of school or didn't get their high school diplomas um and they go through and if they pass their grades and get a's he signs them up and they can compete he, he works them out and he can compete um actually in the in the usa boxing program where they can actually go on to the olympics if they're good enough and, but what that does though is it provides these kids with with some some drive it gives them passion to to want to succeed to get off the streets and get out of there you know but they travel all over the world when they compete all over the country you know when they when they compete so it's a really good opportunity for some of these kids to uh um to get out of the bad neighborhoods you know so that's one of the things isn't that a great idea yeah it's really amazing yeah man all right so I, i i listened to lover's climax i did not listen to throw it up um I love the Lover's Climax. You have a really nice voice, really, you do. Amazing. Um, so talk a little bit, give me the backstory on those two songs, on those two singles. Yeah, Lover's Climax, um, I got the beat, and I was sitting down listening to it. Um, 
and I'll just vibe with it. Like when I when I start the writing process, I like to vibe with the beat a little bit before I just sit down and start writing. And um, you know, I try to hum in a little melody and, and see where it's going. And I like to relate. Like all my songs, I like for them to be from real life experience, whether it's my story or it's a story I heard from someone else. Um, and I'm talking to them and they're telling me their story. I like for it to be real life um, events. So. I just started thinking, like, what do I feel when I hear this beat? And I just pulled from from uh, from my life of, you know, being in a relationship and, and how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just sat down and I started writing to it, and I'm pulling personal personal experience, what happened when I was in that relationship, and, and how I felt, and all that thing, and all that. So I started writing down to that, and uh, it came out the way it did. And I'm like, appreciating the good feedback of that song, mm-hmm. and then throw it up. Um, that's also from personal experience. Uh, it's about me and, and how I had to, uh, you know, how how I came about of, of who I am in a sense and um, things I had to go through and, and how I how I got a lot of my knowledge from from making mistakes mm. per se, like how you how you learn how to move and operate from from messing up and you learn not to make that same mistake again. So yeah, both of those records from personal experience. Um, and you know it's a lot of records what's going to be on an upcoming EP that's about other people's story as well but for those who from personal experience I sat down I bought the beat and I just put my heart out onto it now do you make your own beats or do you go to people that make beats for your songs you know I go to people who make beats for my songs but I want to start learning how to <laughs> make beats because that'll save me a lot of money let me tell you you're, 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 you're probably I don't know over the last year or so maybe like the 50th hip-hop artist that I've interviewed uh-huh. and I would say 60 maybe maybe 60 or 70 percent um, either either make their own beats or are working towards learning how to do it uh, precisely because of what you just said because it's a lot cheaper um, because you know but the thing is once you learn it now you're in a market where you can make money doing that too if you're good at it exactly exactly so what is it like when you hear a beat? Um, do you have like like when you're listening to it, if you're really vibing to it, uh-huh. do you have like does do lyrics like just magically pop in your head? Like hey man, you know this 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 part of my life can really I mean, does it happen pretty quick? I mean when one really grabs you, or does it have to sink in for a while? No, no, it's not quick at all. I, I have to sit and hear it a couple times for it to, for me to really be like. Alright, yeah, this is it. Yeah. I, can, I think of this situation, I can write to that. But sometimes, um, when I'm just sitting around or, or I just have a little bit of downtime, I just start writing, like, stories down, uh, without beats. Mm-hmm. I might not even have beats at the time, but I'll just write something down. And then, when I have, uh, when I get a beat, sometimes I'll hear the beat and I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe this piece that I wrote down will go to it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting at. That, that's what I was getting at. Uh-huh. So you might have wrote some some lyrics down a month ago or something, and then put it down. But then you heard a beat a couple of weeks later, like oh, I can plug that in. That, that might fit with that that song. Exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so cool. I never stop writing at all. Like I'm always writing even if I don't have it because you never know. Like cause when you feel something in spirit and it's telling you to write it and make a song out of it, whether you got a beat or not, write it. Who cares? Write it mm-hmm. down. Get it. Get it on the paper or get it in your song. However you however you write your songs and and keep it because you never know when when you have a beat to put it to. Yeah, man. 
So when did you start doing this? And how old were you when you started singing and really taking it seriously? Taking it seriously, probably like four or five years ago, but, but like, writing songs, um, it was, it was, I've been writing songs since like elementary school, but taking it seriously, I didn't get into the studio until about four or five years ago. Um, and I went to a session with my brother, he was, he was doing, uh, music, mm -hmm. and, me and my mother went to a session just to support it and be in there. And um, I was like, man, I can get in here and do this. Like, mm -hmm. it's something. You just get in there and say it and, and then leave. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. So by week or two later, I, I hopped in there and, and I tried. I, I did my best. I made my first song. And honestly, the growth from, from four to five years ago to now is crazy. Like, it took me four to five years to, to believe in a record to put out. Like, Lover's Time is the first record I ever put out. Oh, wow. And, that's how serious I take it. Like, I have to really believe in a record and be like, all right, this is it. So it took me four to five years to put a song I believe in out to find my lane on, on the sound mm. I want to have. Um, to really just, like, be an artist. So, yeah, it's yeah. been four to five years. I think that was smart. Really, I think that was smart on your part not to rush out and slap something together. Um, I think it was really smart to strategically do this and get your confidence where it needed to be. And then you released something that was quality. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um, because you can't unrelease something. You know, once it's released, it's out there. Once it hits people's ears, mm -hmm. that's it. They formulate their opinions. So if you put out some crap, some garbage, um, you can't unsend it. You know what I mean? You can't un make people unlisten to it. So exactly. Yeah, man, that's good. Um, so we touched a, a little while ago about that. You that you're a good singer, which is a which is correct. You also rap. So do you have a preference? Would you rather? rap over sing or sing over rap is there any any one of those that you'd rather do um i really don't have a preference until it's time to get into the studio to record mm. like like rap you, you you get in your zone you you feel the emotion you put it in you rap it and then and you're done singing you got to be on key you got to have mm -hmm. a melody if, you have, if you're if you're off key by a little bit you're doing it over and you're doing it over and you're doing it over until you get it right and and that's when i'm like oh man like <laughs> I just need to like just forget this one and let me rap but mm -hmm. you know you push through and you got your team in the studio with you that's like hey no you gotta do it right you're gonna sound great and that bothers me sometimes in the studio because like I like to get in the studio and, and, and really bust out as many songs as I can um that's why I like to practice like two weeks when I finish writing the song I like to practice two weeks before I even go in to record it because I want to you know make the make the uh, most out of my time but when you sing it you can't rush it. You got to sing it right. You got to be on key. You got to have the vocal pads. You got under, like, you know, background vocals you want to put in there on your own. You have to be on key. So, I mean, but when it's all said and done, I appreciate both of them. I like them both of them. But mm -hmm. when you're in the booth, singing take up a lot of time. Yeah, man. Costs money, too, staying in that studio. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Do you freestyle? Do you freestyle also? Um, not really. Like, you know, I try. I'm trying to work on it because... Man, it's hard. Uh, it's hard, yeah, man. It is hard. It's I, very hard. They try to tell me, like, if you, you know, just start practicing freestyle, and, and that'll help you a lot, too. It'll help, mm -hmm. you know, in your writing process and, and developing as an artist. So I try to, but I don't really, like, freestyle. Like, nah, yeah. it's super hard. I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. I've asked a lot of hip-hop artists that question, too. And a lot of them say, just like what you said, oh, you just practice, you can get it, you just practice. I don't, I don't know if I buy that. I think, I, I, think, I think there's some things people just have no earthly reason to do, and others do. I think you're, I think you're born with a, with a certain level of talent. And, um, freestyle is a 
beast, man. I mean, people who can do that. I heard somebody freestyling on YouTube a while back, and I was like, oh, my God. I mean, this guy, people are throwing words at him, you know. And I think that's incredibly, I mean, that's that's very, very challenging to have to be able to to rhyme, see, it's, it's one thing to rhyme a word. Anybody can rhyme. I mean, I could rhyme a word with cat or dog or whatever. But to, but to be able to do it very, very quickly and to, and to also rhyme it and be, and stay in context for, so, it, so it makes exactly. sense, you know, and you have to be such a quick thinker and witty to be able to do that is very, very, I mean, I have a lot of respect for really good freestyle rappers. Yeah, definitely, me too. It's art to it, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not there yet, but maybe one day. We'll maybe one see. day. You seem like you got the determination and the patience for it. I mean, you, you took you four years to get your record out, so um, I mean, you, you might you might have that talent in you that you just haven't tapped into yet. I know this old goat right here. I ain't never. I mean, I tried it in the shower one time. That's the last time I'll do it. That's shit, man. Well, maybe one time in my car when I was by myself. Uh, <laughs> all right, so. Um, you mentioned a little while ago about your EP coming out. Is that is that what's what I read? The open door, that title, open door. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, that's the open door. All right, so talk to me about that. What when do you think you're gonna drop it? Oh man, I, I always say like in my mind, I want it to be you know uh, August, September, but you never really know. Like I want it to be perfect, and I always keep coming up with new beats and new songs, and I'm always recording new stuff. And then you gotta cut all the songs you do have down to like a good eight nine, mm. and it's just hard. So you know, I'm striving for August, September, um, but definitely no later than October. Like definitely no later than October. Um, it's called Open Door, and I called it that because I want to be as vulnerable and open as possible. I don't want to come in here faking, you know, any anything I'm doing. I want it to be truthful and honest, and I want to. I want people to know that no matter what, you're always gonna get honesty from me and vulnerability. Mm. So. I named it Open Doors. So I have about eight or nine songs. And I'm in the process of cutting songs down while also recording new songs. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it's a work in progress, folks. A work in progress. <laughs> um, you gonna you gonna you gonna release some singles off of it, like you did the first two? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about releasing a new single in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably gonna be a senior record. Uh, but we'll see. Two weeks for sure, a singer is coming out. Whether it's singing or rapping, I don't know, but probably more than likely we'll be singing. Cool, cool. All right, so I asked my my followers um, when I do these inter- these interviews, I'll I'll put out there on my on my Twitter sometimes and Facebook, and I'll invite questions from some of my followers for for like in, the, in this case you for for my guests. Uh-huh. And I had one question for one of my followers, and she wanted me to ask you. If you had your pick, if you had the magic wand, uh-huh. and you can pick any artist from any time frame, alive or dead, to collab uh-huh. to collab with on stage, who would it be and why? Uh, that's tough. I mean, as a female, you always want to go, you know, support female artists. But mm-hmm. I honestly have to pick uh, Andre Three Thousand. Okay. And why? Um, I probably pick three stacks because you know he like, he's a lyrical genius. Like yeah, true. Him, him and his words, it's just it come out so beautifully, poetically. And then his stage, his energy on stage is just it's always great. He captivates you, and I would love to just feed off his energy and, and pick his mind and learn from it and just collab with him and be on stage with him. It'll just be like a dream come true, honestly. Yeah, see, that's great, great answer. And the thing is, if you ever were able to do that, you, you can learn so much by sharing the stage with somebody like that exactly. um, and take that experience forward and 
I think it would up your game. You know, just just that one time, it would up your game. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, what about what about other musical inspirations? Who else out there inspires you on the way up? Yeah, Lauren Hill, definitely. She she has some classics. Fuji's. The Fuji's. You know I said the Fuji's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. Lauren Hill. Uh, yeah, definitely paved the way in this game. Who else? I like Drake. You know, modern Drake. 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 Yeah. Uh, he's always like he has hit after hit. And he's always just. He's always just on the radio, always playing. Whether he's featuring or has his own song, he's dope. I love Drake. Um, of course, Tupac. Yeah, that's Drake, right. It's Tupac. Uh, Kendrick one. Lamar. Uh, J. Cole. I love J. Cole. Um, yeah, I love a lot of rappers like that. Like, you know, has meaning in their, in, their, in their lyrics, but also, you know, got good songs, make you want to vibe and dance. I just, I don't mm-hmm. know. Those, those would probably be it right now. Those are good ones. Yeah. Those are really good ones. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of respect for Tupac. Um, I, just, just his that dude was like 25 years ahead of his time. First, first, first of all, uh-huh. he's way ahead of his time. Very, very intelligent guy. He crossed over into into acting. Uh, was a very good actor too. He didn't just you know act. He was a very good actor. Uh-huh. Um, and I think he. I, I appreciate artists that are trendsetters uh, not not followers so people that actually are ahead of their time that actually set trends and and um tubak was doing doing things and saying things long before like like michael jackson a trendsetter um, uh people like whitney houston another person there, there's people that try to sing whitney houston songs now and really good singers that try and they struggle to get through songs she did with her eyes closed Exactly. You, you know, so those are the people in, the, in that group. Prince is another one I admire a lot because he was a trendsetter. He played like twelve instruments. Um, he was <laughs> unique. He was a brilliant songwriter, and everybody was following Prince for years. You know, like so. I, that's what I really respect about those elite level artists. And you named a lot of them in, 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 in your and your in those who inspire you. So good stuff. Good names. All right. What about what about goals? There were, were probably like what are we halfway through 2018 already. Uh-huh. Where do you want to be? Let's say by the end of 2019. Okay, in 2019, I want to already have a tour finished and complete. Nice. Um, I don't know if I'm really stressed about Grammys or not, but for sure I want to have a tour finished and complete. Uh, <laughs> for sure I want to uh, be signed definitely uh, to a record label. Um, I want to have at least have one community outreach, if not two, for sure, uh, out and done. Um, want to have a program up and running, like a charity of my own up and running. Nice. Um, and I don't even know, a lot of stuff, 2019, that's a lot of time, a year and a half. A year and a half. Uh, yeah, I want to uh, have business, a uh, business deal settled uh, out. I got a clothing line I want to get going. Oh, I nice. design shoes. Yeah, nice. I got a clothing line I want to design shoes. Um, I have an app in development right now. I want to have all that up oh, and running. This. this is great, man. I lo- I, see, I love people that are go-getters, man. You got, like, all these irons in the fire and, and, uh-huh. and great stuff. Entrep- you like, basically, entrepreneur type stuff. Um, Jesse, I want to get all of that out there. I got yeah. so much talent in me. I want everybody to see it. Like, I just can't wait. That's awesome. Every everything you say, that's great. I mean, you know, if you got if you got a quarter of that done by 2019, you're you're off and running, man. 
exactly, exactly. That's the other thing I'm always trying to tell people too. Don't limit yourself. Like, you can be really great at one thing. Like, for example, I also play basketball. Oh, and okay. Yeah, I have like I just graduated college, and I have overseas teams wanting me to play. And all oh, that. nice over in Europe. You said what? Was it like the WNBA Europe type league or like? Yeah, what? type thing like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like the professionals, like in yeah. um, Italy or Barcelona is where I would go if I do decide to go. Yeah, but, man. Yeah, like I, like basketball, I'm really good at that. But I'm also good at music, and I'm also good at drawing, yeah. shooting, clothing line, da 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 da. And I always tell people, like, don't limit yourself. Go after all of it. Like, you can have, yeah, you gotta have one check coming in, and you can have twenty-five checks coming in. Like, go do everything you're good at. Go, That's go great, try it. Great, even if you, even if it don't, you know, manifest the way you want it to, at least you tried it. Cause you never know. Great, great advice, man. So you mentioned basketball, so I have to ask you a very important question. And be very careful how you answer this. This is a very important question. Okay. Okay, who's your favorite team? That's the first part. Honestly, um, in NBA, yep. my favorite team has been OKC. OKC, okay. What do you think about LeBron's move to Los Angeles? I think LeBron's move to L.A. is going to... I mean, L.A. is already mainstream, per se, but... It's just going to take you to another level. A lot of things are going to be more expensive, but it's okay. Yeah, like jerseys and, and getting tickets, right. so season tickets will be more. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to be more expensive, but I feel like it's a good move to, um, good move for L.A. It's going to take them definitely to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to miss out on that. I just feel like it will rise the, the level of play of, uh, of the rest of the young guys. It's a very young team, and now they got, you know, once he signed, you got Lance Stevenson coming, right? John Rondo. Like, everybody wants to play with Rondo. on there, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was a brilliant. I, thought, I really, had, I'm not, I'm not a LeBron hater by any stretch, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. He's, not he's not like my favorite player either. I mean, I, I give him his respect. He's one of the greatest ever played. Um, my thing is, I thought it was a brilliant move by by both LA and him to go there. He's gonna, mm-hmm. he's going to finish up his career there more than likely. He signed a four year deal, right? Um, 150 mil plus the merch money he's going to make in merchandise. Are you kidding me? And the market he's in, Los Angeles hasn't had a, a marquee player since Kobe left, really. As exactly. a real A-level like superstar. So he feels that, that those shoes, I think that was a beautiful move by L.A. and LeBron James to go there. And he left, he left Cleveland this time in a lot better terms the first time than, than the first time he left. The first time he left, everybody was pissed off at him. And Remember that? Remember that? He announced it on ESPN. Uh-huh. Uh, that was terrible, but, but you know, I think he made amends. He went back, he got him a ring in Cleveland, and um, and now he's moved on. But then also now, now Golden State made some moves now too with, with Cousins. Oh my uh, gosh! I mean, Golden State they, they they countered real quick to that LeBron thing. Listen, Golden State like the Lakers made a great move. Like they yeah. made their team way better, but yeah. they have no chance still against the, against Golden State zero. Zero chance. Zero chance. LeBron, LeBron had, LeBron had Kyrie Irving and all them in Cleveland. Yep. He's not going to stand a chance. No offense. He's not going to stand a chance for like you know Alonzo Ball and Cal Kuzma nah. right now against the Golden State Warriors. Nope. They're too young. They're not going to guard them. Like no. The Lakers got to bring in. You know, maybe they can make a few more moves this year, but next season they got to bring in talent to surround. I mean, he because LeBron, you know, he. he he has some talent in Cleveland with him, but he still did the majority of that by himself. I mean, yeah, definitely. you know, so he can't go four years like that in L.A. They got to bring in some talent around him. Yeah, I, and he's getting older, so he's gonna yeah. need that help. 
Golden. He's in great shape, but he's getting older, and he's sure. going to need surrounding stars. I agree. Golden State is just—they're—they're beasts, and then I mean, you're getting cousins in there. That—that's—they're—they're they're, just—they're monsters now, man. Are you kidding me? It's not even a fair. Demarcus Cousins, arguably the best center in the league before exactly. he tore his Achilles. Exactly. <laughs> How do you get Demarcus Cousins? And he went over there for five million. When he's worth way more. Like you know, he wants to win a ring. He wants to win a ring, and I gotta respect him for that. And exactly. I respect—he took a pay cut because he could have went anywhere in a bigger market for much more money. And he wants a ring. I mean, I, I, you can't knock him for that. I remember when, what's his name? Um, uh, KD. Um, uh, man, he got so much hate. When, I'm like, yo, man, it's his freaking career. It's his career. Yeah. He, he only, in life, you only have so many opportunities to strike gold. You know, yeah. maximize that. Now, while he's young, I mean, people are hating that guy for that. Yeah, he made a business move for himself, and it, exactly. it turned out really well for him. Absolutely, it turned out great. And look, some of the and plus things Kevin Durant does, the, the dude does a lot of really incredible things for charities. Uh, I read some things he's done for like our troops, for our soldiers that come back with their legs blown off, and, and he builds like houses for them with like wheelchair ramps and and handicap accessibility homes for our veterans. That guy does a lot of really good stuff, man. Yeah, he's a great man and an incredible basketball player, and nobody can guard him. Yes, yeah, nobody. Exactly. Man. He, he got way too. I was getting pissed, man, because we were hating on him too much. Yeah, man, y'all need to shut up. Anyway. All, right. <laughs> All right, man. So, so um, I guess we're about to wrap this up. So we've talked about Open Door. We talked about your two singles. Um, before I let you go, I want you. I want you to be able to tell the listeners where they can find you, where they can get your music, where they can find you on social media, and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Maury White. That's M O R I W H I T E. Um, that's same for Facebook, Maury White. Twitter at White Demoria. W H I T E D E M O R I A. That's for Twitter. Um, you can find my music on all streaming services uh, except SoundCloud. So um, YouTube, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Google Play, Amazon Music, all that. You can go there um, and listen to. My singles, and then when a project drops, they'll all be on there as well. Um, so yeah, just make sure you follow me. I, I put post most of the time onto Twitter. Uh, Instagram gets pictures here and there. Um, mm -hmm. I gotta get more frequent with that. Facebook gets a lot of updates and everything as well. But follow all of those, and then you can hear my music on those sites I told you about. And then we're on our way from here, uh, on our way to the top. More. I really enjoyed this uh, chat. It was a great podcast. Um, I really wish you all the best of luck too. You got a lot of really good, positive things going on in your life. Um, I love the fact that you're inspiring the youth. We need more Maury Whites in the world. I really appreciate you doing this. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate that.